guys. How's it going? You're not going to be able to answer. That's okay. I just wanted to say thank you so much to our sponsor. They are gonative.co.nz. They are a online store that supplies you with amazing ingredients to make hair care and skincare. It's all natural. Their packaging is biodegradable and you make it all yourself and then it's all amazing and it feels good. You rub it on your skin, on your hair and you're all clean and you're also not hurting the environment which is a really important thing not to do because the environment looks after us and we should look after it too. Um, so yes, thank you so much to them. Go and get yourself some of that shit. GoNative.co.nz Okay, cool. Hi, it's Maddie. <laughs> hey, it's me, Simone. We're back. Back in the stude. Back in the stude. And um, shit, it's not going well, but that's all right. No, um, <laughs> it's not going well. I mean, a lot has changed since we last came in here. I don't know how much we want to like acknowledge the time that's passed since we were last in this room recording. Um, let's say it's significant. Last time I came here, I was um, blissfully in love and now... Um, well, oh my god, were you in love last time? Yeah, and I had a UTI. Oh, you did. And you, in a way, you had I had a UTI for so long. But it was like a UTI of love, you know? Mm. Like I was infected in so many ways. It's so true. Um, and you when you when you finally had to like get to the next stage of like that love or like getting away from it, like the UTI went away. Yeah, it did, but it left some scars. Because I had a bladder, the UTI turned into a bladder infection after this guy moved overseas. So like he, it's like leaving you with a baby, but mm-hmm. like so much less cool. Like mm-hmm. I, because <coughs> what are you gonna do? You're not gonna be like, you're gonna have to play child support for this bladder infection. Exactly. And I kind of was like, you know, like I really had to go to the doctor, mm-hmm. and he asked me really stressful questions. Like, um, you know, he was like, how soon do you pee after sexual intercourse? And he asked like do you write front to back? And he did it while looking me like straight in the eye. <laughs> but not just in the eye. I think like into your soul. If I can, you know, By the way, that's there. Kelly. <laughs> um, you know, Kelly, you should not be talking. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go um, so I guess it means we should intro Kelly because <laughs> it's going to be confusing people. I can't believe our intro has been me talking about my UTI again. <laughs> wow. I know, but we haven't talked about it in so long. So I'm glad that we can revisit that. Thank you. Yeah. Like, honestly, my truth is just that all, all I want to talk about is my UTI and my ingrown hairs. Your life hairs. before the UTI and your life after the UTI. <laughs> it was fucking horrific. It oh, was so God. bad. But, you know, things turned a corner um, and I'm feeling a lot better, but my heart has been ripped out of my chest. Um, so no UTI, but also no soul. <laughs> You didn't need one. You never had one. Um, okay, so... <laughs> Maddie, where were you last time we were recording? Where were you emotionally and how have things changed? Um, wasn't in love. Uh, just dating, you know, lots mm-hmm. of guys. And Sorry. dating's fun. It's cool. I actually really love dating, you know. Like, heaps of people, like, get really nervous about it. But I'm like, I just like meeting new people and, like, getting to know them. Every mm. time you go on a date and, like, it's always with someone great and you just... 
you just learn all these cool things about this person mm, like that you are the singular person who has had that experience of dating in the entire world <laughs> or the history of dating i think like you, yeah. you're talking about it like it's so relatable it's so unrelatable <laughs> to have just like stunning experiences time after time yeah mm-hmm. and and just like getting to know like cool people and enjoying it no crippling yeah i yeah like tinder in new york and stuff god okay but yeah this is going so off topic but yeah tinder in new york i loved it even when i met it was really cool well, that could be a fun thing to talk about because, like, dating in New Zealand compared to dating in the States, a little bit different. Am I allowed to talk? No, honey. Step back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really going to – I'm really going to interview Kelly. <laughs> it's really time to bring our guest into the loop officially. Yeah. She's so eager. And I love that. <laughs> <laughs> our last guest was, like, so ready to, like – she was, like, so – you know, she just, like, waited for her to – like, just waited to be, like, yeah. Yeah, she, she was – Brought in. But, she, gosh, she was great. Yeah. God, I miss her too. Yeah. God, God, oh, what, cool. what a gal. <laughs> <laughs> Will she be our best friend? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, so Kelly is, she's actually a friend of both of ours, um, but she was a friend of yours before she was a friend of mine. That's right. I mean, I studied with Kelly. Um, she was doing the undergrad version of my graduate course. I've got a master's degree, so I don't worry about it. Um, so she is a couple years younger than us. Um, emotionally, though, I would say she is like a... 24, 25 years older. Yeah. yeah. Divorced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this was going to be this quiet sound of Kelly just like <laughs> moaning. <laughs> so what if we described her like physically? Because I think like you don't get a lot of that on a podcast. Yeah. And sometimes it's nice to imagine the guest. Um, Kindest faced. Like just... Oh. Yeah, such a beautifully kind face. <laughs> beautifully kind face, and then like huge eyes that are like um, Arya Stark. They yeah, they smile. They smile at you too. Yeah, smiling eyes, and she has like a fringe or what they'd call in America bangs. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you understood that. Yeah, we, we yeah we're not gonna need to get need into to that. On that. And um, she has hair to her shoulders. She's wearing like a very cute like Urban Outfitters tee or maybe Madewell. Yeah, it's made well. And then some like white jeans with slices in the knees and some black Burks. Also from Madewell, just to plug Madewell. Mm-hmm. Oh, we love Madewell. Okay, we're obsessed with Madewell. I'm going to need to touch on that. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a podcast that talks, We it's it's for asking every stupid question. It's called Every Stupid Question? It sure is. And um, Kelly is from America and we're from New Zealand. <laughs> And that's basically the premise of this episode. <laughs> like, you know, we have a lot of episodes uh, coming up, hopefully, if everything falls into place, with, you know, people who are maybe older or maybe from, like, a profession that's really unfamiliar to us. Whereas Kelly, really, like, she's one of the group. She's in my group of friends. I lived with her for a while, you know. Like, as in, we, yeah, we have a lot in common socially i i see it as like no one from america ever comes to new zealand but at school there was one girl in high school who came and she was like uh like her family just decided to live in new zealand for six months and she was from america and so we just sat there and we're like wait so in america did you do this and then she was like yeah like what about this so that's what the whole that is literally that's so true that was this, my exact experience americans, with americans yeah. i never met a single american my whole childhood except the one who came to my school for a short period of time yes. and blew us away with her american it's just so interesting <laughs> new zealanders just find americans so interesting okay firstly her name is Kelly. Mm. All right. She's 23 years old. Mm. She um, studied dramatic writing at Tisch NYU. Uh, she's from Virginia, uh, Washington, D.C., um, Arlington, Virginia. Good. Really nice job. And the pronunciation, how was that? It was really good. Fantastic. <laughs> um, and uh, right now she works for a company called Criterion. 
and they are like a like home video distribution company who basically curate I want to say they're like high quality films that are uh this is going well I think can I tell you yeah they're in some way like important um, you know to the culture mm-hmm. to the film world mm-hmm. um in any way significant and the company takes them gets the rights restores them mm-hmm. adds a lot of extra special features so that people can froth mm-hmm. over it mm-hmm. um and then they re-release it on dvd and blu-ray and i will say you know i work with a lot of you know I, I correspond with a lot of customers most of them are in america and canada but every once in a while there is someone from new zealand wow. so okay. shout out oh. to those two people okay hi i to never thought i i never thought i'd be a person that would do a shout out sharon from taranaki yeah and yeah, mike taranaki from rotorua yeah. yeah how did you know i just do um yeah so that's like kelly's vibe she lives in new york um she lives with my cat um who i abandoned she's got a lot of issues yeah me or the cat the cat cool well you too but uh Yes, I agree with both of those things. Sorry, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, does she? Simone has no issues. That's the problem. I think I'm like deeply troubled and crippled. Oh my God, I forgot to take my anxiety pill this morning. That's why I'm feeling so weird. Oh, do you have to take one every day? Yes. How did I? Wow. I'm jealous that you get to take anxiety pills. I should be taking anxiety pills. In a way, I think we all should. Yeah. And that's the first question that I would like mm. to throw to you. Great. So... We're really bringing Kelly on as an American guest just to ask her every stupid question that we wonder um, about what it's like to live in America and be American. Mm -hmm. And grow up in America. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my first question is, I'm really interested in the culture of like, you know, um, addressing issues of mental health in America and being Mm. very open about it. I don't know if that's exclusive to the cities that I've lived in, which are New York and LA. Mm. But it seems as though... People are very comfortable about talking about mental illness in America. And I just wanted to know, why is everyone depressed and anxious in America? Um, well, first of all, I, I would go ahead and disagree with you. I would say that there's like a pretty healthy um, 50-50 split and that there's people in these major cities that are like, you know what, I'm anxious and I'm depressed and I don't care who knows about it. Mm-hmm. And slowly but surely, older people like, you know, my aunt, I don't know, as an example, She's not, but if I were hypothetically to say, like, my aunt, she's, like, 55, and she, I think, would be, like, quietly taking medication, and if you asked her, she would be like, yeah, I go see a therapist, so there's, like, less and less shame, uh, I guess, associated with it. Is this interesting? Um, uh, Well, like, okay, for me, I haven't, uh, maybe I talked to her in the last episode. I have a cousin Mm -hmm. who's a fully-fledged hoarder. Mm. Um, he's like he's old and he lives out in the countryside he has two houses and his second house is just to store all the things that he's hoarded Mm -hmm. Um, and you know if we lived in a different culture I think somebody would have said to him a long time ago what's going on and do you need to go to therapy and Mm. why do you do this but in New Zealand we're just kind of like oh yeah that's Daniel he holds you know he's a bit weird and so Whereas in America, like they have a title for everything. There's a name and there's a yeah, but diagnosis. there's like there's there are demographics of people in America that would still say mm-hmm. like, oh, that's Daniel and he's weird. And you want to know who they voted for? Anyway, um, <laughs> oh my god, we need to really talk about that. Eh? <laughs> what was the um, what was the original question? Because I I've forgotten. I don't think there really was. No, one. there was. It was about um, why are people so open about mental health uh, in America? 
and I'll tell you wh- why is everybody so anxious in America mm-hmm. and depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, um, I think it's really stressful to live in America. Mm. Um, you either have the complex, I don't think that I have this complex, but please correct me if I'm wrong, that you are better than everyone else in the world. And that's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And you get kind of delusional. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I'm, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> and this is not correct. Um, but just, you know, if I were Good, to... we don't want facts. We just want your personal opinion. Oh, my opinion. personal opinion. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good. We don't, we don't do facts. I mean, I think, like, <laughs> in my case, it's definitely we Judaism. Uh, just kind of, you know, uh, that, that chain is riddled into the culture. That's exactly right. I would say I relate to that okay. as a fellow Jewish person. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, we sort of have a lot put into the culture of, like, mm-hmm. terror. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's uh, in the bloodstream yeah. at this point. And I like it. I think it's nice. Yeah. Sharp survival instincts. Yeah. Um, real flight instincts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, my question is, yeah. um, oh, who is the Regina George of your school? And was there a Regina Ooh. George? Okay. Oh, my God. Um, well, you know, it, it kind of shifted. I think, like, luckily I went to a high school. In, in middle school, it was a lot worse. So middle school was age um, 11 to 13. High school is you know, 13 to basically 18. Um, I think by high school, there were definitely like cliques of people, but nothing was ever cruel, I wouldn't say. But we definitely had, we had these things called like, at my high school in particular, these things called the trench coat kids. They were the ones that would like wear tails and um, read anime. And they were weird. What? Wear tails. Like, you know, they would like strap on like tails uh, and just walk around like that. And oh, they would I thought wear- you meant tails like a suit jacket with tails. You mean a literal tail? A now. literal tail. That yeah. sounds like some kind of Oh, fetish. and they were cool? They were like um, no, wacky. they were not cool. Uh, well, <laughs> at, at my school, um, we had Steffi Key, daughter of the then Prime Minister. Oh, and um, she was, you know, she was very cool in her way. She wore a tail? No, she wore a hospital mask that her grandma had died in. Oh. That was like her thing. I yeah. love Steffi Key. Yeah. So chic, honestly. Um. I just find like well like every everybody's just so obsessed with like um America here like people like I remember when at parties and stuff we used to get the red cups like people would like get yeah. the red cups red from cups, America yeah. and yeah. like bring them over and like just have them at their parties like yeah. they would go to America and get them because you couldn't get them here <laughs> yeah. and like people are just so obsessed with that shit in New Zealand that's true there was a big thing of like you go to America and you come back with your Abercrombie Fitch clothes do you not have that here no wow at the time. Not at the time, but it's here now. Yeah. But now it's over. I mean, it's over. But was your high school experience exactly like we would have expected? Um, uh, probably. Um, I don't think that it was the same as what you guys probably experienced. There were a lot of different cliques. There was a lot of, you know, I come from a very white place. Did you have sororities? In college, um, I personally didn't, but I know a lot of people that did. What so, is a sorority? Sorority is a um, great question. A sorority and a fraternity. You know, they are... Uh, social groups that happen within uh, universities where people decide that they want to be a like pay money um, and make oh you friends. pay money to be in a sorority yeah, I you didn't have know to, that like, you pay you have to pay money is that um, what, what? Ple- is that what pledging is yeah well, no pledging is uh, like kind of like pledging allegiance to this fraternity or sorority because there's different S- ones there's like um, there's like oh, fuck well you know I don't remember what they're called because again I I didn't I wasn't in one and nor was I in a place that really had them um very prominently but everybody that I went to high school with eventually like went to um colleges that had Greek life um so they are very Greek life Greek why, life. why didn't you read just like that well NYU New York University doesn't really I mean it has a Greek life but it's very um 
niche, I guess I would oh. say. Like nobody really does it. Uh, a few people do. And I, I have a dear friend who was in a sorority at NYU. Oh, Charlotte. Charlotte. So if you're in a sorority, yeah. do you live in the sorority? Uh, yes. You, you have your own house and you live there. The interesting what? thing is, in most college, I'm pretty sure this is true everywhere, fraternities are allowed to have parties, sororities are not. So, you know, if you're a sorority sister, that's what they're called, it's gross, um, you go to a frat house, that's what they're called, and you party there. And a lot of disgusting, probably um, highly illegal things happen there. Definitely highly illegal, um, but just in terms of, like... Um, it's just disgusting and there's a lot of alcohol poisoning and uh it's really unhealthy i mean that happens here but like we just don't what would our equivalent be i guess just the halls that you live in Mm -hmm. and perhaps like the groups that you fall into because i think it's like much more individualized Mm -hmm. like like, new zealanders aren't really into pledging allegiance to anything Mm. you know so you go to college like let's say you go to otago you know to Mm. in dunedin (laughs) and then maybe you'll go through a hall and you'll kind of be cynical about it the whole time. It's kind of lame to be like, yeah, my fucking whore. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll move out into as soon as possible into your house, like your flat that you live in. Yeah. And then you'll sort of build your own little fraternity in the flat, okay. which is much more toxic in a lot of ways than being part of something that's being policed by like a governing body. Yeah. Because they'll do things like, I didn't go to Dunedin. I studied in Australia, so I'm not really that familiar with this. But they do like red cards where everybody's allowed to like pull their card and then they make up all the rules for like 24 hours and like most of it's just like okay you have to drink a whole bottle of vodka yeah yeah that sounds very fratty could i explain what a frat so they all end up doing the same thing yeah they just like do it in different ways yeah it's a culture where you like you know you want to have a community of people that are like you yes um and you just drink uh, all the time and you live with your friends but in a big house and there's 20 of you um, do they still study like do they still do well academically and do yeah. they have to be held to a certain standard in order to I remain think in their frat what you will unfortunately find is that a lot of these frat guys go on to have very high power jobs but is that just because of connections or do they actually academically succeed both um, <laughs> you know JFK, I'm pretty sure, was in a frat. That's hot, honestly. It's really hot. I mean, like, and, like that's... Yeah. They'd, like, meet other people and, like, they'd probably help them yeah. later on. Yeah, and, like, you, you'll hear, like, every um, every frat or sorority that's, like, at a different university is called a different chapter. So you could be in freaking, you know, like, Idaho wearing, like, a Delta whatever, oh, tri-Delta. Like, and you see one of your boys. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you don't know each other, but you have this connection that you were in the same frat. Oh, my God. Which is, like, uh, it just strikes me as desperate yeah it's kind of sad yeah but i'm very judgmental i'm incredibly judgmental we love that um you know how you said can i describe a frat boy um can we guess some things yes oh Oh, please do okay because the first thing that comes to mind is those kanye west glasses yeah yeah Yeah. so even when they're not wearing one like you know there's like a shadow of one exactly um i'm picturing like long sleeve polo shirt pink shorts um waxen belt like you know what i mean like a wicker belt boat almost yep. boat shoes does he can i go to new york yep can i tell you something yeah you nailed it wow. <laughs> you absolutely <laughs> fucking nailed it we know it. too much we know too much <laughs> you guys are insiders mm-hmm. at this point yeah. yeah we totally are yeah they do they flock to new york so i i think you know the new uh-huh. zealand equivalent would be like a guy in a singlet a floral singlet it's a singlet i think we have guys who wear that shit who like are really rude oh, to the police? The guys that we went on the day we went to Grandma and mm. Kings. Mm-hmm. And I'm no judgment here. Yeah. And they work in commercial real estate now. Literally all of them. 
every single one. It's so crazy how they all work in commercial real estate. Yeah, and they keep their Kanye glasses like in a drawer yeah. and then they look at themselves in the mirror with them. Sometimes. That's exactly right. They probably masturbate to them. They do, they do, they do, they do. <laughs> with them on in a mirror. Yeah. Hey guys, if you're sick of spending a ton of money on beauty products, then you need to check out Go Native New Zealand. Go Native sends the raw ingredients for you to make your own natural skin and hair care products at home. And because they're online only, you're not paying for any fancy storefront location. You're just getting the raw ingredients at wholesale prices sent to your home. It's all the good shit without the bullshit. Check out Go Native at gonative.co.nz or on Instagram. Thanks, Go Native. You're the bloody best. So I've, I've really enjoyed hearing about frets and sororities. Yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated by I'm really, this. I'm not an expert, um, but I, yeah. you know, I have seen them a lot. I've interacted with them a lot. And so are you like the offer. weird one for not having been a part of it? At home, probably, yeah. Uh, you know, like in whenever I go to my parents' house, like in Arlington, everybody, mm-hmm. all my old high school friends were like in fraternities or sororities. And it's just kind of like, well, you know, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. There's mm-hmm. a lot of hazing that goes on. Um, my cousin talked once about having to... <laughs> um, eat queso out of somebody's butthole. What's queso? Or like Quesos, hot cheese. Hot cheese, like the nacho cheese. Yeah, nacho cheese. Fucking yum. Yeah. Out of somebody's somebody. butthole. Yeah, and you just don't talk about it. It just happens. Um, I have a question about what? bullying. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, you know, well, you're talking to the right person because I both was bullied and was a bullier. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. yeah. I always t- thought of myself as a bully, but I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, no, I never bullied anyone. I'm mm. so nice. No, I definitely bullied, but not in a very powerful way. Just in a very, very <laughs> insidious and uh, cruel way. Um, in that, but I would like, like to think about myself as a bully. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I would yeah. say I would say I fall directly into the category where i slipped right through the cracks oh you're so lucky i neither bullied or was bullied i have such admiration for you but i slunk through high school like a little sneaky snake Mm -hmm. and (laughs) i wonder like the kind of bullying that went on at my all-girls school Mm -hmm. i like your use of the word insidious i think that's exactly what it was it was very subtle it was like you you would be sitting in a group of girls in a circle, a tight circle at mm-hmm. lunch, and then one person would be sitting physically outside of the circle trying to, like, break their way in. And then, like, they would put their leg into the circle to try and move into the circle. It was, like, so animalistic. And then somebody would be like, "Oh, Charlotte, your leg is so hairy or, like, so pasty. And then she'd be like, oh, and retreat. And then, like, slowly they would physically have to force their way into the circle over, like, periods of months Mm -hmm. that's the kind of bullying that went on it wasn't like beating somebody up by the lockers Mm -hmm. and i wondered like at an american high school you see in the like movies and tv shows it's so overt there's no um subtlety around bullying and i always think to myself people don't bully like that people don't you know like pick someone up by their backpack and hang them on a hook like that doesn't really happen does it so yeah that's my question yeah what is it like oh it's a great question uh, it doesn't happen anymore um I, I think it certainly used to but now there's very much a culture of like oh, violence is not the answer which you know sometimes i agree with sometimes i really don't and it depends on my anger levels um but you don't see that and i never really witnessed that um girl bullying you know if i can if i can say that uh i think it hurts more uh, because they really get at your insecurities and they pick them and they let them bleed and they don't care how much it hurts you. Mm. So is that the kind of bullying that you inflicted on other girls? I think that I was a bully. (laughs) (laughs) I was a bully because I 
what's that movie where like oops i assume that nobody is really um paying attention to me so i feel like i can get away with being mean to people and cruel to people but actually that's the one (laughs) nailed it what are you thinking of what movie i don't remember i really don't titanic shit i can't wait to see it it's actually in america we do pronounce it titanic titanic remember in 21 jump street like when there was that scene where they went back to high school mm-hmm. i'm obviously referring well, to the film yeah and they that's went back kinda, to high yeah, school that's the of 21 jump street yeah they went back to high school and then they um tried to be the old school bullies of their day yeah but the school was too politically correct and it was like you can't like call someone gay or that's, like you know tease yeah. them for being poor everyone was like no like this bullying doesn't fly anymore and i yeah. wonder if their like face of bullying has changed since um the politically correct culture has i think certainly i think absolutely maybe it's become worse i think it has because i think now it's much more psychological Mm -hmm. uh it's really difficult to deal with and it makes you feel you know like this culture of like gaslighting it's just like you know that happens a lot i think Mm -hmm. and uh it really ruins you if you want to talk about why americans are so fucking anxious and depressed all the Mm -hmm. time i think you just i think we've really got to it Mm -hmm. i think you know inadvertently we've just answered the question and that's what this podcast is all about. Yeah. Answering questions. Do you love America? <clears throat> yeah. Why the fuck do Americans love America so much? <laughs> that's my question. You know, I... Are you in love with America? I why have... You I love America? my country. <laughs> I, I love my fuck? country. I love it. And it's number one in the world. Mm. And if I could marry it, I would. <laughs> and you know what? I would never leave. Why would I ever leave? I've got everything I need right here. I'm not right here. I'm enjoying this. Oh, thanks. Well, you're in New Zealand right now, and it's true. That's never true. leave. Never leave. Um, uh, I don't know why people love America. Uh, I do. Um, I think it's because they really like. They can look at other places and say, "Oh, that's really nice. That's really nice." But we've really got it made here. Oh. Like, obviously, like there are a lot of. I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, there are a lot of problems in America. Um, for example, um, racism. <laughs> like that's the only one. Well, oh, that's an interesting <laughs> thing. Uh, that's, uh, mass incarceration, uh, but that goes hand in hand with the racism. So fucking woke and so oh, true. Thanks. You're so woke and so You're true. So freaking woke. Dude. Well, because they say that the dominant cultural conversation in England mm-hmm. is centered around class. Yeah, and then I would say from my time in America, the dominant cultural conversation centers around race. Yeah. Um. Moving there, I was very unaware of what I could and couldn't say. And I think mm-hmm. you quickly learn through a culture of shame. What, it is very much a culture of shame. That's she just took a big swig of cider in case you're wondering. Big old one. Premium passion fruit lime recorder league <laughs> cider. They don't have that in America, do they? They certainly they do. don't. Actually, it's not. <laughs> do they really? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, what was the question? Swedish. Swedish. I thought you said fetish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's fetish. your fetish? What's my fetish? Um, definitely cleaning commercials. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Now I've been doing a lot of thinking about that. I love the ones where it's vacuums and they have a lot of stuff on the on the carpet and then the vacuum goes through and then it's all gone. I love it with the bathroom. <laughs> I'm so turned on right now. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm fully like, it's like a waterfall. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the okay. bathroom ones, too. Uh, my personal one would be like the tooth. Yeah. product oh yeah commercials like i obviously love when i'm gonna see a piece of floss remove something that's really just like mm-hmm. nestled in amongst teeth but i also just love a plain old like toothbrushing commercial where i can see the plaque coming off and in yeah. that animated like kind of gif it's, form it's like, yeah yeah it is gif form yeah GIF? 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 i don't know fuck 
Or like the ones where like the, the braces ones where the teeth go straight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love before and after pictures. Kelly has a photo of um, Obama, well, Barack and Michelle slow dancing framed beside her bed. And I look at it every night and it brings me a sense of peace. Yeah. So what do you like about Hillary and what do you think Americans um, really reacted badly against like Um, what are the pros and cons of this woman pros and cons well i'll tell you why everybody hates her and this is my personal opinion but it is correct um 25 years ago when her husband was first elected president there was a smear campaign against her um really 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 you want to talk about insidious stuff people that made up lies about her since she was like the first lady you know when when bill clinton was president Mm. this really awful campaign by you know republicans who hated women because she was an empowered woman you know she had her own career and people didn't understand that so she wasn't running at this time this was just a campaign to smear his wife in in the hopes of dragging him down that's i mean yeah yeah i would say so before the affair we don't talk about that it seems like we do we definitely do. We have a... Yeah, we definitely do. Um, you guys know I'm going to have an affair, right? No, we're I'm all going to have affairs. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Am I hot enough to have an affair? <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Fuck. Um, you would have the spiciest affair. I'll have an affair with you. Oh, you want to have an affair? Yeah, all right. I will. Give me, give me 20 years. I'll find a husband. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go to town on each other. I think I'm going to meet my husband this year. I think you are too. Same. You want to know what? I think he's going to be a dog. I love that. I think he's going to say, wow... This is the woman for me. She has exactly what I need, and that is spectacularly average breasts. No, you've got good boobs. <laughs> and you're tan, so you've got like nice tan girl nipples. You are pretty tan. Yeah, you you've got about your nipples not at all. Because the truth is, if you look at a girl's lips, you mm-hmm. know the color of her nipples. That's and true. I wear it like a badge. Like is that, badge is that true for me? I think yeah. Fuck, they're beautiful. I truly fuck. I don't know. I've looked at Maddie's day. boobs so much in the past few months. I literally look at mine and I'm like, "Whose are those?" <laughs> <laughs> like I see them every single day of my life. I know. I'm really naked a lot around my friends. Yeah, I mean, I've seen you like on the toilet doing like everything that anyone could do on the toilet, <laughs> and I've seen. Um, it's true. I've shaved Maddie before. Yeah, it's yeah. really romantic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And. It's like that episode of Sex in the City. Yeah, I just think we don't talk about those relationships that women have. Like, we're very comfortable with each other's bodies in a non-sexual way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes deeply sexual way. Yeah. yeah, guys don't shit in front of each other, like, and talk. And Maybe they do. I don't know. But I don't think they're comfortable, like, manhandling each other's bodies in the way that we are. I love you so much, and I will miss sharing a bed with you. I and, really will, too. Um, I know that I also did something embarrassing in my sleep last night to you. Yeah. You want to know what? Was I woke up in the middle. Oh, I wish. A big no, fart? it was worse. I wo- uh, so it was actually quite sweet. I woke up was in the middle period? of the night. Blood on the sheets. Uh, my biggest fear. Yeah. <sighs> you know that's never happened to me. Honestly, I feel so lucky. Well, what? I get period blood everywhere every month. Mm. <laughs> it's really nice to imagine. <laughs> me or my boyfriend. <laughs> Maddie just free bleeds. Yeah. You know what? There's Isn't nothing quite bleeding? like a free bleed. And uh, as I get older, and honestly, as I get lazier, the more I do it. Oh, mm. tampons so much better in America. Are they? Yeah. But as the proud owner of an IUD Mm. and as the proud house of an IUD, I don't relate. And I'm proud not to relate. Yeah. I haven't related in a long time. I haven't had my period in four years. Finish this sentence. How many dudes you know roll like this? How many dudes you know flow like this? How how many dudes you know? Not many. If any. Not many. How do you dudes do you know got the skills to go? To the club and pick up a chick. 
and have sex in a bathroom. Okay, she nailed that. So. Yeah. Okay. That's what Go she someone. Waikaraka Park. Home of the Waikaraka. Call me. Maybe. <laughs> Loyal. <laughs> She's Canadian. Thank you so much to our sponsor, gonative.co.nz. They are ethically sourced raw ingredients for you to make awesome products for your skin and for your hair at home and it's all natural and all amazing and it aligns with all of my values that I have which you should have too about saving the entire world all the time so go and buy it go native.co.nz